Welcome to Lucas Learns Life, a podcast where I have challenging, honest, and fun conversations with my nine-year-old son, Lucas. So hurting one person doesn't just hurt them, it makes them hurt others too. So you're hurting more than one person by hurting someone. Yeah. Bingo. You're so smart. We're back with another episode. Of Lucas. Learns. Life. Okay, perfect. So it's been a little bit of time, and we've had uh, several listeners ask for the next episode. Yeah. Um, let's just tell them, um, after we finish talking about this episode, since there's also another episode that's been waiting to be edited. Yes, that's since, true. Yeah, so can we just edit that when we're done talking about this, mm-hmm. if we, we finish in time, and then we release both at once to yeah. take place for the long time that we haven't been... I know? think that's fair. I think okay. that's fair. So... Okay, so yeah. do you want to tell them what today's topic is about? Today's topic is about mental health. Mental health. Mental yeah. illness, wellness, and yeah. All of that. And I'm really glad that um, we decided to talk about this. And I believe we thought about doing this because we had a church service, uh, right? That was yeah. focused on mental health. Uh-huh. Um, why, why is it exactly at church, though? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, we did it because, you know, the church... Um, of course is the source for uh spiritual you know strengthening and spiritual resource right um like since there are a lot of people it's the easiest way to like make a speech or like give information, information. to a lot of exactly. people and then they can spread it to more people since Bingo. church is like a, a nice community. community and then like after the church service has ended they stay there like the people stay there in the church for a while and that's usually the time when you yeah can- yeah, so we've done uh, things like, for example, during like the, the corona- graduation, we also did. We did a graduation event. We but during the coronavirus, we also, you know, had a lot of information that we shared with mm-hmm. our church community. So, same thing with this mental health. There's a lot of um, things people don't know about mental health or, or mental illness. There's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings. So, we wanted to talk about it. You know, I have a bunch of questions. All right, go ahead. So the first one was like. How does mental illness affect your daily life? That's a good question. Um, So let's first define, I think it's important to define um, and understand what mental health is. Um, So mental health um, is is related to, um, or like the way you can think about it is, you know, we have our physical health. Mm-hmm. Right, that makes sense to you, right? The way your body. Like if like, you if you like hurt your like leg, like you yeah. got a scratch on your leg and yeah. you're bleeding. So your body, the way your body physical illness, is, yeah, basically. physical illness. Um, so there's also there can be also mental health, which is which affects the way you think, the way you cope with stress, the way you um, are able to um, relate to other people. Um, the way you're able to kind of um, your mind functions on the day to day basis. So basically, the way you do everything. Since mental is basically for brain, and your brain controls everything you do. 
Yeah. It's so it's more, really related to a lot of things about yeah. how you, but your physical body can be normal and your mind be affected also. Yeah, it's more your mind, how you your think, thoughts, how, yeah. and what you say. And how you feel mm-hmm. also, your, of your course, feelings. Yeah. There's also, by the way, spiritual health as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you, so sometimes people get spiritual health and mental health mixed up, but it's important to, to realize that that's, that's separate. So mental illness um, obviously can affect a person's daily life in a whole lot of different ways, right? Depending on how mm-hmm. severe the mental illness is. Um, so Are there mental, like different names for different levels? Yeah. There were different types. There are lots of different types of mental Just like physical illness, mm-hmm. you can have lots of different types of physical illnesses. That's actually another question that I have here. So yeah. we, can, we can wait a little. Yeah, yeah. So that. one is um, emotional challenges, right? So people who have mental illnesses, uh, they might be like really sad. They might be anxious. They might be irritable. Uh, they, you know, so that that can make it really diff- difficult, right? If you're feeling um, like really hopeless, for example, it might make it really hard for you to get out um, and, and do things during like the day. Like your test, mm-hmm. even like if you have a test coming up and you feel hopeless, you you like you might get an F since you feel hopeless and mm-hmm. you don't really think about the answers you pick. Exactly. So that's the next one. That's the next one that's related. Is about. Um, how your brain functions, including your memory, it can affect your concentration, it can affect your ability to problem solve or make good decisions. Um, so this makes it hard and it makes you, it can make you forgetful and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, it can also make you affect your physical health. Mental health can affect your physical health and vice versa. So they're not the same thing, but they're related. Because like if you get like hurt really badly, and you have to stay in the hospital for a long time, you might get that emotional sadness mm-hmm. and it might be like really bad. Uh, yep. Uh, and then the opposite is like people who are, um, one of the things that could happen is actually sleep disturbance when people are really like anxious or things like that, they might not be able to rest and their mind is always wondering. So wandering rather. So then that means that they could have fatigue. Um, people also might have changes in appetite. Like they may either tend to eat a lot or tend to eat very little and so that also Both affects are bad. Their, yeah, their physical body exactly um, there is also social isolation people might feel like they don't feel like talking to people so they might feel isolated um, they might feel like they might be judged they might not have a lot of energy to talk with people um, so you can see there's um, all of these different things that can affect your daily life okay Yeah. that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. So, it depends, basically, it depends on what type. It depends on what type, and uh, it depends how bad it, that type yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so, what do you do if you have mental illness? Um, so, if you have mental illness, I think the first thing to realize is that there is help uh, for, for uh, any of our listeners who might be experiencing any mental illness. There is help out there, so um, you know it's important to seek that help. Um, and there's even professional help. There are people who are mental health professionals who their job, just like you have doctors for physical health, like people you can go to the mm-hmm. doctor. There are also sense. professionals for mental health. Wow, um, that's good. Do there? Never mind. There, they can be psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, counselors. 
Really? Um, I thought yeah. the name was therapist. I, I thought it was literally only therapists. So thanks. Yeah, no others. So yeah. Oh, so I thought psychologists was closer to scientists. So they just like, they they more like come up with the facts, but they don't tell more. Like they, you don't go straight to a psychologist. I, I didn't. Yeah, psychologists can do research for sure, and uh-huh. the, the science. That I feel like does, they yeah. do more research and less. Actually, like one-on-one, I feel like that—that's more like counselors and therapists. Therapists. Yeah, no, I mean, I think um, the counselors and the therapists—that's their, you know, psychologists can definitely do counseling though, and they have that ability. But they're a lot of, you know, they can also do the research, like you said. You have to pay. You obviously have to like pay money for the therapy or whatever you're getting, right? How much is that usually? It can be expensive, and you know that's actually you bring up a good point. Have you heard of insurance? Yes. Okay. Does your so, insurance cover? So your insurance can cover um, a lot of your physical health, but mental health is not always covered. So that makes mental health care difficult to access. So so people sometimes want to get care, but they can't get it easily. They can't find it easily, so they give up. Um, so that's one of the challenges. So what I tell people is, um, one is there's a website called psychologytoday.com and you can actually f- try to search for therapists in your area and you can also put in your, your insurance type mm-hmm. and it can f- give you a list of, uh, a list of therapists that your insurance covers. So it makes it really easy to search for. Uh, there are also places that give low costs care like low low cost um therapy so yeah you can do that uh there are you know different resources available you know across the country so it's a matter so that's actually the next point is educating yourself on the options you have for seeking care but also um, understanding um the symptoms that you have and understanding the fact that like this is not how things have to be right like knowing that people can come out of this and they can get help they and they can. can they can that's also important so education is another thing you can do you know if someone has mental illness um the other thing is also following the recommendations or whatever treatment recommendation that the counselor or the doctor or the psychiatrist comes up with making sure to kind of follow those would be really really important mm-hmm. how do you know that uh Well, the only other thing I was going to say is also taking time for yourself um, and really focusing on yourself and it's called self-care. Oh, I thought that when you like focus on yourself and take time, like quiet time like that, like I I feel like you get like more and more, especially if it's emotional, I thought it would affect you more. Well, but when you're like uh, like doing things active, you have no time to really think about your mental illness. I feel like it affects you less. No, I think the, I see what you mean. I think so if like you're forget there, about it, kind of well, avoids it, right? Yeah. So if you're if you're just sitting there thinking about how bad things are, that's not good. Yeah, but, but if, even if you're just sitting there, but if thinking. But if you're sitting there thinking about positive thoughts, that's why you have to actually, for example, gratitude. Like being able to think and write and journal, what are three things that went well today? What are five things I'm thankful for in my life? Those types of exercises and thinking about those types of things can actually help you. So you have to be mm-hmm. thinking positive thoughts as much yeah. as possible, right? Mm-hmm. And then also doing things to, re- to help relax you. Obviously, you know, things like praying, for example, can also really help. 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 So connecting to things that are bigger than you. So if you're just focused on you, 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 that can be really hard. But if you're focused on things bigger than you, that can be really helpful as well. Um, so yes, but I totally agree with you. Social interactions and connecting with people is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing are, I think we already covered this in the first question. What are the mental illness, like the symptoms? You kind mm-hmm. of covered it in the first question, but you know, yeah. more specific kind of. Yeah, I mean, so the two most common types of mental illnesses are depression Sadness and, anxiety. and like stress. Yeah. So sadness de- and stress. But stress kind of causes sadness. They're related. Anxiety and depression can be related. But depression is really thinking about the past things that, that, that have happened. Um, and the person, it's not, it's not just sadness, by the way. Sadness is actually um, an emotion. And people can get sad. For example, if something terrible happens, someone loses their job, they lose a loved one. They can get sad, and that's I, I, normal. Usually, they wouldn't they. Usually, um, one of the common reasons for depression is like losing someone, right? Well, so sadness, yes, but depression isn't de- depression like a much more level. Like if it's someone very close to you, then it would be a higher level of sadness, which could lead to depression. So depression is having symptoms of sadness or like extreme sadness for greater than two weeks. Um, and sometimes there's no cause. That's what makes it actually an illness. Um, sadness is very appropriate. I mean, sadness is normal. It's a normal human emotion, but it gets better and better, right? Like, so somebody gets really, really sad at first, you know, and they lose someone that's close to them. But over time, they they start getting better and better and better. But depression, like I said, there may be a cause, but there may not be a cause. Sometimes there's no clear explanation. Mm-hmm. But they still feel sad. Like everything in their life might be perfect. And that's where sometimes too, like for people around them, they might get confused. They're like, you have everything you need. You have a perfect job. You have a great family. You know, what are you complaining about? Like people might say things like that to them. And so that's a problem. So sometimes people might have, just like your physical body might have issues without you doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, mental illness can also be like that so it's important wow. to realize there can be a source an explanation but why is that like why would you be sad with no reason it can be a variety of different factors some of it can be genetic um, some of it can be environmental like things around you some of it could be you know it's very hard to explain actually but scientists are trying to figure out why that mm-hmm. is but there's not always like a perfect explanation and sometimes it just it is it is what it is type of a situation and then the therapists can't really they can help you of course what do you mean? but but it's nothing so like what, what is there to figure what is there to well they can talk to you if right? you don't know what to if you don't know what it is you don't know what to do about it like if you don't know like the doctors can't help you if they don't know what sickness you have because they don't know which medicine to give you well so two things i'll say about that number one is first they'll do what's known as talk therapy where they talk to you and they try to figure out you know, they try to help you understand your own feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And so slowly, for example, let's say that, you know, you realize, okay, there's, you feel this deep sadness and maybe there's not a perfect reason. Maybe there's not a perfect reason. Um, then you try to figure out, you know, what are the things you can do to feel better? Like, so maybe this person can try exercising. They can try spending more time with people. 
you know, because a lot of times, like, this, people who are depressed probably are not doing anything except staying at home, not getting out, maybe, you know, all of those things. But after all that, if that's not helping, then there are medicines that can help with depression. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times what happens is um, you have... Um, which we didn't really talk about one of the causes actually because you were asking me and I didn't mention mm-hmm. um, there can actually be chemical changes in the brain that can cause the depression symptoms so like there, you have to have surgery to fix that right? no and the medicines can help regulate the, the chemicals oh actually yeah so if you have like too many of one type of chemical or too little so one of the, the chemicals that has been shown to impact mood changes and emotion is it's called serotonin uh-huh. And so, so if you have a lot of it if you have a little of it then that might be associated with depression if you have a lot of it you're extremely happy <laughs> well so the, you, you can um, give someone a medicine that kind of boosts their serotonin is it like blood you donate serotonin from someone else's brain Mm, no that's a good question you can actually they've made now serotonin uh in the lab or something that's that that's able to a drug that's able to increase the amount of serotonin in the the, already like the serotonin serotonin that's already available it can make it like boost like kind of like more available or like make it more not leave not leave like it makes it stay makes it stay rather and then than more leaving and then yeah. and then the the old serotonin stays and more comes and then mm. eventually it gets to the right level so it's like they're like cells they die and then they also get formed and then they die it's they not a, it's made. not actually a cell it's like it's a chemical I know, but is it like a cell does it die it doesn't yeah. necessarily die but instead of it be, like it circulates though so mm-hmm. instead of it circulating quickly out of the brain it's able to stay longer in the brain does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's been shown to improve the, um, it's been shown to improve the um, depression symptoms okay. in patients. So mm-hmm. that's, so that's, that's something that gets, that sometimes people have to do when there's not a clear cause, like you're saying, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then another question I have here is, well, we kind of already how many different types of mental health illnesses are there? Oh, many, many. There are many types. There are many. I mean, types. are there, are there different types? Um, there oh, are. We already know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's there anxiety. Are. There's depression. Uh, so there are many, many types. Many, many types. Yeah. Got it. So, how is it caused? Like, what are some of the causes of mental illness? Yeah. So, and I think you talked about this a little bit too, but there can be. Um, um, environmental factors, meaning uh, the people around you, how you are raised. Um, some people, you know, unfortunately are raised in really difficult and challenging households. And so they might face a lot of um, a lot of challenges as a child. And so that can actually really lead to um, mental illness when they grow up as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like they, they weren't given enough tools to deal with stress, to deal with complicated social relationships, um, to deal with um, a lot of you know challenges that might come through life. So that leads to and and they, maybe they themselves were also like faced a lot of trauma and maybe even abuse, and so that kind of environmental factor could lead to 
mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is um, physical illness. Sometimes it is um, genetic. Mm-hmm. So those are the things, chemical imbalances, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then those are the causes. Another thing is, can you like tell that you have that you're gonna have mental illness like before you're born in the stomach like you can with other sicknesses and stuff you know like when they see you mm-hmm. you actually can't because the mind and the way that we understand is does not really develop as much when you know so you really can't tell um although we do know that um like if, if a parent has a mental illness maybe their child might have a higher likelihood of a mental illness you know so there is some we do believe that there's some genetic um mm-hmm. relationship but you can't necessarily tell what when like you know in in utero or like when the baby's in the, in the, in the mommy's tummy uh-huh. yeah. so that comes to my next question does mental health like go down in generations if one person mm-hmm. one generation has it then the next possibly it's not a definite like it's mom, not a guarantee child and that child. yeah it's, it's not a, like i said because one genetic um uh the other um is um the environmental factor so like if someone uh has experienced a lot of depression or trauma themselves like let's say someone was really abused as a child um and received a lot of like terrible had a terrible childhood they're more likely to cause that for their own child um, right, so kind of like when we saw and like you know lessons from Encanto a mm. while back, like you know the grandmother um, losing yeah. her husband, and then it shows that that same you know goes down in a couple of generations mm-hmm. with when the kid doesn't have a gift and mm-hmm. it kind of it seems like she had the mental illness. <laughs> well, I think generally, More depression, though. generally speaking, people who are, there's a saying called hurt people, hurt people. Do you know what that means? Hurt people, hurt people. Oh, yeah. If people are hurt, then they hurt people. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the thing. And so people, you know. So hurting one person doesn't just hurt them. It makes them hurt others too yeah. so you're hurting more than one person by yeah. hurting someone yeah bingo you're so smart other questions um is mental illness contagious mental, mental i know mental wellness is if someone is like in a really good mood they can definitely share that but is mental illness so it's not contagious in a way like bacteria and virus. Like yeah, you, know, you can't cough your depression on someone else. <laughs> I'm sad. Wait, can you cry your depression on someone else? <laughs> no, but there is emotional, con- con- like, you know, emotions it's... can be contagious, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're around someone who's really, really sad, who's really depressed, there is a possibility that that might, that might come on you as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, let's say someone is under a lot of stress and you're trying to help them with their stress and you're going through all of their challenges with them. And you're oh, yeah, like, them. Like, like like all of the people who are supposed to help, like therapists and stuff, yes. they also, before they become one, they, they've probably went been through mental illness and they probably might go through it again if there's, a, like, a really severe person mm-hmm. they're trying to help. Yeah, so it, in that way it can. 
uh, but it's not like it's not something um, like you know where it's like it's not like a definite right but but yes mm-hmm. if you're in close contact with someone who has significant mental illness that can certainly affect your own mental wellness as well well the next question is like we kind of already mm-hmm. said this one too like how do you tell if you're gonna have mental illness how do you tell yeah i mean earlier signs are changing in emotions right um uh someone had mood swings like sometimes like extreme shifts from high to low um poor sleep um like lack of interest in the things that they like to do like before they were into soccer they were into whatever but like now they really don't like those things anymore um feeling tired um they um you know their sleep is bad i don't know if i said that or not like extreme sleeping or not sleeping at all um and then actually like we talked earlier about drug using drugs and stuff mm-hmm. like that that can also be related to this sometimes people feel so bad that they just want to numb their mental pain so then they take you know drugs different types of substances and so that's that's another sign that's when it gets really bad um and then i think I'm, we've mentioned this before as well this is kind of a you know serious sign but you know um anytime when a person is you know saying they don't want to live anymore that's really like a really bad sign as well because they feel like so bad that they feel like going like not being alive is better than being alive like that's a really when it's extreme and unfortunate So, like, is there, like, an age limit of the youngest to have mental illness? Like, after this age is when it's possible for you to have mental illness? No, younger people can have it as well. And so that's why we're talking about it, you know? <laughs> younger people can have it. It's, it's uh, definitely not as common with younger people. But, you know, you have a mind. <laughs> right? Yeah. You have a mind. But, like, but like it's a person when it's inside of the mother's stomach, so technically you might be extremely young in the negative ages but it's a person yeah yeah but but like but you know if you think about it even after a baby is born especially when they're six months seven months like they're not really like fully cognitively they're, like, like they're, they're not, not really they're not thinking yeah like if they're a baby and their parents die they're not gonna have mental illness most likely until they're much much older and they hear more and more about it but like at an extremely young age like immediately like when it happens if they're an orphan at like 12 months they're They're not not gonna gonna be aware right but it's when you have awareness that you you start kind of understanding like five five, you have like more awareness than you do yeah 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 so and the reason why we're talking about this is also because I think it's important to understand and to protect your mind, you know, but also even for your, like, the people around you, if you ever see these signs, it's important to, like, talk to people, um, or at least for you as a kid, like, bring that up to other people to say, hey, I think I'm worried about so-and-so because I'm seeing these signs, and, you know, maybe we should get them help. Mm-hmm. Oh. But that seems kind of weird to come to you guys and say that. What do you mean? Why? Hey, I'm worried about something like at school, like going to you guys after I come home from school. And yeah, tell you, you can that. do, or you can tell you're, you're talking to your teachers. You know, really? Is it really that? Yeah, if you're worried about it. I know, you know but what if it like like what if I'm wrong? What if it's just like 
Well, that's know. what I'm saying. You can talk that, that's, to us that's about it I'm, first. That's why I'm. That's why. Yeah, first because like mm-hmm. I don't wanna yeah. like a false alarm on the teachers. A child has mental health. A child has mental health. And then. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, especially as you grow older, though. Um, I mean, mental illness. Mental illness. It's Ill- it's always better to have false alarms, always rather than miss the alarms that were real, right? right? Yeah. Especially if someone point. is saying things that are really, like some of these things, right? Like if, if you know someone um, is taking like risks or saying that they don't want to be alive, like those types of things, those are red flags, I'll say. They're always red flags. Mm-hmm. They're a cry for help. If you say, like, is there, is there ever, the, like, is there, like, it's like if they don't want to be alive, they basically want to die because of the pain. So they prefer to die than be alive through all the pain. Mm-hmm. So those people need help right away. Uh-huh. They need help. Do the people get their money back if in the end the person with mental illness kills themselves? Then would the therapist have to give the money back because they didn't do a good job? No, not, not, not really. Uh, yeah. That They should at least, you know, because like you didn't do your job, you know? Well, there's a lot of factors, right? There's a lot of it's, it's not as straightforward. Sometimes as, as it's like impossible, not impossible. Sometimes it's like extremely hard to help the person. That's why, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of therapists actually, um, they say that you should come to them before things get bad, you know? So the, the recommendation is don't come to a therapist only uh, when things are bad. Of course, you, you can come when things are bad. But you know, in a crisis, they call it crisis stage. Like when someone is like, you know, doing maybe they're taking drugs or they're um, really wanting to harm themselves, you know, like feeling extreme amount of mental illness. Uh, you should come when things are mild because at that, that, that stage, you can actually pull someone out of a dark place. You know, Quickly, so that, yeah. before they fall in. into the dark place. Exactly. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I know it was a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, not the easiest thing to talk about, but I hope you realize that mental health is something that we should protect and talk about and understand just like physical health. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I really want you. A lot of people, they throw it aside. They don't think it's important. They make fun of it. They make fun of people who have mental illness. They think those people are being weak. They think those people don't have enough resilience. Uh, and all of that is just misconception, you know? And so that's why we're talking about it because unfortunately it's, it's something that affects a lot of people in this country and mm-hmm. in the world. Okay? Okay, like does it affect this country more than other countries? Is there like... It's interesting. You know the top countries? Yeah, so it's interesting that you say that because um, like I do think there are probably a lot of mental illness here. I think because there's a lot of isolation in the U.S. Like, for example, when you compare Ethiopia versus America. Now, I don't know the rates very well, but I can tell you that, anecdotally speaking, in Ethiopia, it seems like there might be less mental illness because people get together and they talk and there's a lot of social life. There's a lot of family. And that's that can be therapeutic, like talking to people about your problems, doing, you know, like people will have like shai bunna, like coffee. Mm-hmm. They sit down, they talk, there's what's mm-hmm. going on, how have you been? In America, it's not like that. In America, you work, you come home, you work really hard, you go to sleep, you wake up again in the morning, work really hard, you know? It's very different. Even when I was in Ethiopia this past week, during the, like, the, it was a busy conference I was at, but then there was like coffee 
breaks and then lunches were like an hour and a half we would have like this nice lunch and then they would be like let's have more coffee and they do coffee ceremony with the cine and stuff mm-hmm. and and then after that in the afternoon we would hang out and then like more coffee you know so mm-hmm. so it was nice to have those breaks and those like social like opportunities to connect with people that helps reduce mm-hmm. the mental illness yeah uh-huh. can you like search it up now like which country are the most and then least i mean um might be obvious but... so top 10 countries for mental illness morocco oh wow so we're not most Depression rates by country. This is it. So I guess it's more the this middle, is the, world. It's the North Africa, Middle Eastern. So here, the the darker countries have more. Oh. The lighter countries have less. So Ethiopia is not too bad. Yeah, but you can see a lot of African countries they're low actually, and then yeah, Asian countries. Yeah, I did not know that. Asian countries are higher. The U.S. is so dark. Yeah. And then Brazil, and this then like. Is, this is Ukraine. Ukraine is Ukraine. yeah, high, 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 twenty twenty three. That makes sense. There's a war there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then but, Russia's kind of high, right underneath. Mm-hmm. But you can see Western countries. Portugal. Generally speaking, there's a lot of isolation. There's a lot of um, focusing on self, and so that tends to increase mental mm-hmm. illness. Whereas a lot of African countries, Asian countries, and things, there's a lot more community. There's a lot more, um, you know, social interaction, and so that can help. We can use zoom in because it says that Ireland four point eight. No, wait, wait, wait. Which so, one is the least? I don't know which one's least, but let's do this um, since we have. Um, we're almost done. We can look at this data, but our <laughs> okay. listeners are waiting. So, um, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, did you did you get your questions answered? Yes. Okay. Thank perfect. You. And if you all have any questions, please uh, feel free to contact us. Um, you can email us beniam b e n y a m one 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 at gmail.com or you can um, leave us a comment. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Howdy ho! Let's <laughs> <laughs> restart. Let's restart. Let's okay. restart. Because we can always no. edit. We can always edit. Uh... Yes, now we have to restart because of all of you. Okay, hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs>